welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And today we are doing our Eurovision Song Review Series of 2018, and we're talking about a big hitter. It's Russia. Certainly is. Definitely one of the big hitters. Let's have a quick recap on Russia's record. Debuted back at the Eurovision Song Contest in 1994, finishing a very creditable ninth on their first attempt. Uh, they have one win in the competition so far, which is in 2008 when Dima Balan won with Believe. Mm. Quite surprising for a successful nation, only the one win. That's true. They are, however, one of the big hitters in the 21st century. They have nine top five finishers in the last 18 years. Wow. At a 50% record. Wow, that is big. Four of those of which have been runners-up spots. So a little bit the bridesmaids sometimes, the Russians. Uh, they had a perfect semi-final qualification record right up until last year when mm. Yulia Samoylova finished 15th in semi-final two on 65 points. Right, well, surely they're going to come back with something big this year, Michael. Have they? I think they have. We've got Sergei Lazarev with Scream. Let's talk about Sergey. I think many people will be aware of who he is, but let's go a little background into to Mr. Lazarev. Uh, he's 36 years old, was born in Moscow. He was quite the child star of Russia, actually. Did a lot of music at a young age, children's choirs, lots of children's competitions. And then he joined a very famous children's group in Russia called Neposidi. Neposidi? Which means... Fidgety children. Oh. It's like a long-running kind of young... Kind of like a young talent time in Australia. Oh, okay. It's been going on forever, so there's like, you know, it runs over. Um, other members of that group included um, Julia Volkova and Lina Tatina from Tattoo. Ah, oh, okay. So they were all performing together with Sergei Lazarev. Jeez. So they were really big at the time. After that, he actually did some acting. He became quite a big actor in Russia, a lot of theatre. He won the Seagull Award for the best love scene as Romeo and Romeo and Juliet. Gosh. Big, <laughs> the big ones here. Then he went on to his musical career and it was mainly started off with uh, the duo Smash. So him and someone else, Vlad Topolov, from that same children's group, formed this big duo, very successful. Then he went on to do his solo career, massive pop star in Russia, top 10s and top 20s all the way through the 2000s and 2010s. He previously tried to make uh, Eurovision before in 2008, finishing fourth in the national final to Dima Bilan, who went Ooh. on to win. It's a pretty good song, actually, he came fourth with. But he is well known for his 2016 effort, You Are The Only One, which finished in third place, came fifth in the juries, first in the telly vote. But couldn't win it. Mm, he's certainly a big star over in the East, isn't he? Mm. All right, let's talk about this song. What do we like? I'll kick us off. I get to steal all the talking points. This feels to me like the ultimate made-to-order big ballad for Eurovision. It has everything that is supposed to grab attention and get points. It has peaks and troughs. It has moments. It has drama. And <laughs> you can't ask for more than what you're getting in this song. We've, I've said so many times throughout these reviews, this is a nice song, but it's not a competition song. This is the ultimate competition song. Mm. We also have an artist who is a star. He's experienced 
and he can actually own this song because this is a big song and I think it could end up owning other people. He can do this justice and he's already had experience on the big stages. I've got a feeling he's going to deliver this absolutely brilliantly. We also have an incredibly hungry delegation that mm. really, really wants to win this competition. So expect no expense to be spared when it comes to the creative on this and the staging on this. I think this is they think they've got a winner, they're going to well and truly put everything into this. I'm also going to say, looking at the competition, he is one of the solo male acts, and we have a lot of them, but this still feels like one of the alpha songs. He's one of the alpha males in this competition. Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting compared to Sergei, so he doesn't have to be compared to anyone else. He's already the archetype. And also, I think there's a real story here with the returning artist in Sergei, Many will feel he was kind of robbed in 2016 and probably deserved a little better. So there's a story here with this entry and that always augurs well to getting a bit of media attention come the contest. Have to agree with quite a lot there for sure. Number one, this is drama. This is a dramatic ballad. I know a lot of people were expecting like a big kind of pop smash that he is known for. Um, and they came out with this, and there was a little bit of a drop on that, but they've done the right thing in terms of going for something with a lot of drama. And totally, song for Eurovision, I write down here. Mm -hmm. This is made for the contest. They've not thought about anything else with this other than winning the contest. Um, this is also really a good song to showcase his voice, because the man can sing. And I think where they like can see that they're going to get televote results. He's a star. They're going to do something big. They're going to get some televote love. What they were missing last time was jury love, and they want to showcase that vocal. Mm -hmm. uh, don't that's I think a big reason they've gone for the more of the ballad on this one. Another little bit of this song is it seems to combine east and west quite well. It sounds like a very Russian eastern song, but at the same time still quite pleasing to the ear of the west. It could be from either. It honestly could but it has those elements of there to just give it a little tinge of East. And the big thing here is Russia. That is that is the number one thing, and Sergei. And I think the fact of talking about Sergei, talking about Russia, you can hear that legacy. You can hear that this has all been building up to this um, moment for them. And they've got the dream team of Kirkrov and Topolis uh, involved in this, and they always smash out something. They are hungry for this. They want this bad. And that's the number one thing going for this. I don't think anyone wants this more than the Russian delegation. Definitely not. Definitely not. Let's talk about negatives. All right, I'll start on this one. Because of its made-to-order nature, I feel this does come across as a little soulless and a little inauthentic. We talked about uh, Duncan earlier and how his song could be a lived experience. I don't feel this is a lived experience for Sergei Lazarev. No. Um, um, so, therefore, I think there is a bit of a lack of originality here because of its form formulaic sort of approach that they've taken to it. Um, the, the lyrics, personally, I feel let the song down a little bit and therefore could be a little bit of a jury stumbling mm -hmm, block. Mm -hmm. If you're looking over with a magnifying glass to see a couple of entries and you need to choose, you're going to have to pick things apart. Maybe lyrics could be a bit of a, a falling point. I'm going to say we don't know what the staging or the visuals are going to be, but we know they're probably going to be huge. I would advise them to stay away from the kindergarten Game of Thrones theme that they had in the video. Yeah. I believe there's going to be quite a bit of uh, LED work going on. Let's steer clear of the kids, please. 
and I've written here, it's funny you should mention Russia, because I've got Russia as a negative. Mm, yeah. Let's face it. It can be both. is an anti-Russia bias, particularly from the West. People will say, yeah, but they make it up in the East, where perhaps they're getting favoured when they shouldn't be. It could be, I think, it could be only a handful of votes in, in maybe the top three this year. And if he's lacking because of the anti-Russia sentiment, it could be the ultimate ultimate stumbling block for him. I'll get to that in a, point, in a minute. I'll see my, my negatives first. Uh, I, I agree with you um, in terms of it could feel a little plastic and a bit made to order. Uh, we have seen the kind of authentic, in inverted commas, songs win recently. But I think last year, everyone reverted back to a bit of a party. They reverted to the 2000s. And I think we're reverting to maybe a winner this year that's more the 2010s. Give us that well-produced, big Eurovision staging song that's going to capture everything. I want a good song, I want a good vocal, and I want a good powerful staging with it. And if they get the staging right, and you know they're going to throw everything at it. So if they throw everything at it, this is a great thing, but... They don't get the staging perfect. They could really quite flop hard on this song, actually. You could go big and you could be going home. Like, this not in a good position here. If it becomes over-contrived, is that what yeah, you're trying to say? Or, pretty okay. much. Like Also, if you throw everything out, it just doesn't hit the mark. Like, you are relying... I, I feel like he's going to just be sitting there selling it while everything's happening around him. Now, what's happening around it has to be as big as him as the star. And you get that wrong... It's relying too much on staging. Everyone, the conversations you have with people is just like, okay, this is not doing well in the polls and whatever, but it's going to be big because the staging is going to be great. What if the staging isn't the best? If it's, It has to be the number one staging to win, I feel. So I think that's relying way too much on the staging because the song in itself is not good enough to win alone. Um, I also worry the fact that they're going for this ballad that you're going to lose some of that televote appeal. That was wonderful that you are the only one. It was a bang. Everyone loved it. There's not as much love for this song, and could you be reducing that tally vote appeal for it to try and get a little bit of jury love from a from a ballad there? So, yeah, same kind of issues there, just a little bit uh, feeling like there's no authenticity about it and relying too much on a big, powerful staging for it. Hmm. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. It's going to be an interesting package. Yes. All right, let's talk about our juries. What did our Aussies and our Europeans think of Sergei's comeback? All right, well, I'm going to start with Europe this time. Oh, and I'm going to start with Europe because no one in Europe put this song in the top 10. It was 11th to 34th with our 12-member jury, which wow. also had a very spread across the East. We do have a few Eastern. Yes, we members. did. We made sure there was a good spread. Um, and the song came 25th overall. Really quite low. Wow. Yeah. Um, six of the 12 had it in their teens. So it was just not maybe quite cutting the mustard for them on the song alone. So Australia, better or worse than the 25th? Oh, I think they're going to be much better. They've come for it much better. It's come in 10th place compared to 25th of Europe. I'm actually quite proud of the Australians of this little effort. <laughs> uh, because, you know, a Russian power ballad shouldn't normally do that well in Australia. 3rd to 35th. However, five top 10s. Um, uh, fantastic effort there. People are really getting behind the song because... I feel like this is a big power Eurovision thing that maybe not that kind of novelty and upbeat, but it screams Eurovision. And Australia love a song that screams Eurovision. True, true. It might go well with the Australians. All right, let's wrap a rank from our point of view. I'm going to start here. I'm personally very, very pleased to see Sergey back. Um, I really did like him in 2016, and I'm really eager to see what he's going to bring this year. 
from the delegation's point of view, perhaps in hindsight, an up-tempo song would have been a better chance mm. or maybe would have just had a clearer path to victory for him. But this is still very, very much a chance, I think. Look, ultimately, though, this song just leaves me a little bit cold. I've given it 17th out of 41. Oh, wow. Hmm. You, had, you could have said it leaves you as cold as a Russian winter there. No, I, I wasn't that you know, artistic about it. Though, sorry. <laughs> um, well, for me, look, if anyone knows me, they know I love Sergei Lazarev, and You Are the Only One is probably my one, two, or three song of all time. It slightly changes. Love this. Love that he's back. I love that he's back, and I really want to see him take the crown. I was one of those people slightly disappointed when the song came out. But as I got over my the fact that he didn't do a Euro banger, I saw more and more and more merit in this song. Um, I have put it in as 10th place Ooh, okay. overall, but it certainly has climbed as I've kind of adjusted to the fact that he's doing a ballad and right. it's kind of closer to the top five for me at the moment. Mm, interesting top five, wow. About six or seven. I okay. think I voted in the OJ poll, six or seven. Oh, wow. Um, let's talk about, is it going to get through to the grand final? Of course it's going to get through to the <laughs> I, grand final. This is yes, this is a massive yes. Let's where, where, where's it going to finish? Look, I've got here, this can still win. Very much so. I think he's going to get a big tally vote. It's about how much uh, the jury's where they've put him. If he's within striking distance after the jury vote, I think all bets are on for him. I've got it here personally. I think it's going to finish somewhere between third and seventh. Oh, wow. Okay, so you've got it down there. I I can see that. I can see that. Um, For me, I think he's going to have favour by a lot of those good artists taking points with each other in the jury. You're not going to have a runaway winner like you have with the Dami in the jury. You, even though I keep saying Dutch will, but you've got the Dutch and the Italian, Sweden taking votes off each other. So I think it's going to be closer, so you're not going to have such a big gap to make up for it. And I think you can come home with it. Um, I think this song can win the competition. And if I was putting a bet on right now, that's who my money would be on because no one else is jumping out for the pack for me. This is going to be an amazing experience live at the moment. <laughs> Wait to rehearsals and I take just say that could over egg the whole thing and it could collapse. Yeah of course it could. I had to find yeah, a negative but I think they they will get it right. They know what they're doing. I think this is the front runner. I think this can win Eurovision. Um, it could do the Dima Balan situation mm-hmm. of the not the best song winning but still winning for them. So the, that's his story is it? That's his winning story that I don't think, you, you know what, I don't think you need the story this year. I don't think okay. it's there for anybody. And so I think it's there for the greatest show you're going to put on. And I think they are going to put a show on. And you know what, Russia's been keeping their nose pretty clean lately. And that anti-Russian sentiment is nothing like it was in 2016. Um, they're still <laughs> Russian, but it's they're just not in the news as much. And I think he can definitely win, but at the same time, they stuff it. He can fall flat and do where you're putting him in that kind of 7th, 8th, ninth place. All right. So what are you saying he's going to win? He can win. Okay. I'm not going to say he will win. <laughs> you and Matt, it's too tight at the moment. Oh, okay, so you're not making a prediction of where he's going to finish. <laughs> I'm making the prediction first to eighth. All right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that was very Let, brave of you, Dave. We have been putting brave. broad ranges on things. It's all down to the staging, so it's so hard to predict until we see the rehearsals. Mm. But I definitely think he's a very much a big contender in there. The biggest. Okay. Well, let us know what you think, guys. You can catch us on our socials. At Aussie Vision Net on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Good luck, Sergey. Bye.